Yo, what's up, family? Welcome back to the Bridge Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today for episode 10, the very last episode of season one. That's crazy. Um, I can't believe I just said that, but yeah, it's been a great episode. It's been a great season, and um, yeah, man, I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe we're already here, but we're going to talk more about that toward the end. Uh, but don't forget, before we start, if you're listening on Spotify or on Apple, or even if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you share it with someone. If you think they'll benefit them, make sure you like, make sure you comment, and make sure you hit the subscribe button. And make sure you also hit the notification bell so you can get notified for more episodes. Um, but I'm excited for this episode because, as y'all can see, I'm not here alone. And so for the season finale, I was like, hmm, I want to bring on a guest. Um, I was like, I don't know who. I was like... I know what I'm talking about because y'all keep on asking about it <laughs> for like since the beginning of the podcast even started. But I was like, we can't get to this topic until we talk about the other topics. So, but today we're going to be talking about relationships, um, all different types of relationships, dating, all that, friendships, whatever it may be. And today I'm not going to be talking about it alone, but I have the privilege, <laughs> I have the honor of being here with my friend. Nyla Rogers. <laughs> Go give a round of applause for Nyla. Um, but yeah, I'm here with Nyla today and she's gonna introduce herself and then we're gonna jump right into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey y'all. My name is Nyla. I'm from Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, I'm a current student at LSU. I'm majoring in criminology, aspiring lawyer. Oh wow. Um <laughs> and yeah, I've been going to church my whole life. Um non-denominational churches in Lafayette, so yeah, I'm excited to be here today, so. Got you, got you. Heavy, she said non-denomination, that's crazy. <laughs> I, on the other hand, grew up in Baptist church, but now it's non-denominational, so. It's yeah. not different. It's, a, it's not different. It's a whole lot different, but it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I definitely, like, I'm excited for this conversation and because I feel like it's something that um, definitely both of us could speak to, and definitely you for sure, because I feel like you're one of the few people left. Like there, there's there's some people in our generation I feel like who are mature in this area and know you know try to do godly friendships, relationships, whatever it is. And you're definitely um, one of those people for sure. And so I think just number one, there has been so many opinions about relationships about dating, mm -hmm. about, you know, different, okay, I believe a man should do this, a woman should do, I mean, things in relationships, so much, that's probably a relationship podcast everywhere, many worldly ones, many, some godly ones, I mean, uh, books that's on relationships, all type of stuff, um, and I feel like so much has already been said already and everything, but I definitely want what we talk about to just be from not only experience, but also just on the word of God. Um, yes, you know, the term dating is modern. It's mm -hmm. necessarily in the Bible, but I think that the Bible does provide like principles that we can follow when it comes to not only dating, but also just, um, the type of people we should have in our life and stuff too. For sure. Um, for sure. But like, one of the things I keep thinking about is like us as Gen Z or us like as college students, whatever it is in the younger generation, like in general, I feel like. What are some of the things I just want to talk about off rip? I feel like there's so many things that are like happening in our generation relationships, but it may not necessarily be the right way to go about it, right? Or right. like it's popular, mm -hmm. but when we truly think back on it and preface, like always say, like this is a biblical podcast, this are for Christians. Like a lot of this stuff too can apply, even if you, you know, are not a Christian, even if you don't have God yet, which my prayer is that you will after watching this podcast and all these things, but like this can apply just in general, mm -hmm. but if we're going to live a biblical life and if we're going to live one, you know, a godly one. And so I feel like we should be following these biblical principles, but what are some things that you feel like some misconceptions about dating that I think this generation that we have? So I feel like our generation just doesn't take dating serious enough. Like I feel like we're very quick to get into relationships over like, Oh, I like this guy. I'm just going to go date him. And I feel like we don't really think about like, okay, does he love God? Okay, that's the first thing. Does he love God? Facts. 
okay, after that, does he have a relationship with Christ? Because that's different. Like, you can say you're a Christian, but if you don't have a relationship with Christ, like, that's that's good. different. That's, that's different. Yeah. So, and I also think, like, our generation, I found this quote, or somebody commented this on TikTok, and I thought it was funny, but it was, it was so real. Mm -hmm. It was like, our generation wears open for business signs, regardless of our relationship status. So, like, meaning, like, we can be in a committed relationship, <laughs> but... You see people, you know, talking to other girls that's or good. being with other people. So I think that's like a big thing in our that's generation facts. right now. Like nobody's really like loyal. Not nobody, but there's not a lot of people that are loyal anymore. So I definitely can that's say like that's facts. a big, it's a big part. You just gonna start out like that? Just straight <laughs> I'm not supposed to follow that. That's my bad, crazy. my bad. <laughs> no, nah, all those points. Yeah, like there's a difference. And, and that's why I always, like I always tell people like, there's a difference in going to church and having a relationship with Christ. Like, mm -hmm. it's not the same thing. No. Like, you can go to church every Sunday, and you have people right now, I mean, I was a victim of it. Every, like, we go to church every Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, what are we doing? Right. right. And so it's like, yeah, that's good. Um, and then that's true, too. Then the other component is a lot of people just have some character things they need to work on. Like, dating, if you're going to be committed to a person, like, and that's why, too, and it's kind of going to go against the grain, but I heard people make the comment, like, sometimes, you know, you're single until you're married. Right. I don't like that I comment. I don't like that comment either. I was, thank you. I don't like that comment because I get where they're, and I get the heart behind it because I guess, like, when some pastors say it or when they say it, because um, people who I like have said it before, and I guess what they mean is, like, don't act like a husband and a wife when you're not married yet. Of course. Or something like that. Course. However, I don't like that comment because... If you if you in a relationship with somebody like you're not single, I'm it doesn't mean you're free to do whatever. you it want. It doesn't mean you're free to do whatever you want, and that's just being righteous, and that's just being mm -hmm. moral and respecting other people, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a character thing. And I think that I always said this: like cheating, and when it comes to cheating, like there's a lot of factors, and I'm not condoning it. Like it could be someone feeling neglected in a relationship, whatever it is, yada yada. There's all those things, right? But at the same time, cheating is a character issue, and that is why even, like, we're going to get back to dating, but that is why a lot of the problems we face in dating is because we haven't fixed those problems when we were single. Right. And right. I think if you can't be loyal, like, not to turn this into marriage, but if you can't be loyal, like, while we're dating, like, what that's, makes you think you're going to be loyal when you get married? Like, it's just going to get even worse. So, that's... Thank you. And to yeah. that point, it works the same way even with some of the struggles that... Um, I'm gonna say people, but I'll say since I'm a man, I'll say even young men have mm -hmm. lust, mm -hmm. pornography. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I talked to enough married men who thought the misconception that, oh, well, when I get married, I'm just not gonna watch porn anymore. Right. No, no, it gets worse because if your wife is aware the girls trip, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you feeling horny, mm -hmm. what you gonna do? You're gonna go right yep. back and doing that. So it's like it does get worse. And so why? Because at the end of the day, like being married is not going to fix that issue. Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And so let Jesus fix that while you're single, mm -hmm. you know. But we bring, like, you know, baggage per se, which everyone is going to have some type of baggage. But right. they got some baggage that you could, you know, you can unpack that while you're single. <laughs> like, don't try to let somebody else deal with that. Yeah. I also think, like... I guess we as females, like, we set these high standards for ourselves. Like, we want this high-class man that have all of these qualities. But, like, are we ready for that type of man? Are uh -oh. we Proverbs 31 women? Like, mm. like real talk. Like, are we really? Are we really, like, I feel like I talk to a lot of females just yeah. about relationships. And I can say it for myself, too. Like, I think about it. I'm like, okay, wait. Am fun. I in a place where I can That's have a man fun. like this? A, a real man of God? Like, am I? So, I feel like... As women, and it goes for men too, but as yeah. women, like we we really need to check ourselves and make sure, like, hey, before I set all these standards, like obviously always have standards, but before I say, oh, I want all these things, do you have all those things? So that's facts. Know. That's facts mm -hmm. because, and that's something that you know, yeah, definitely. But not only women, you're right, and I don't even have to say it because you just said it. <laughs> like, but no, a lot of times men do think that too. It's like, why are you expecting this of me, and you don't even do it? Right. But in reverse too. <clears throat> I think a lot of men, though, we do the same thing. It's like, and I'm going to put it in the way of, because I know how men think, so this is why I'm going physical. Like, oh, I want my woman to look like this. I want her to be fine. Bro, you haven't hit, you don't hit the gym at all. <laughs> you go to the gym Literally. maybe once a week, Literally. but you want a woman who looks like this, whatever right. it is, 
you don't even go to the gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that on the woman's perspective, like you kind of touched on, I think it's the thing of, like, a woman, oh, and that's that's one of the things that's crazy to me. Like, I can't get, I want a man to make at least this much. Da, da, da. When you start putting, set, like, I'm sorry, but to me, as a man, that's just, I'm like, I'm not even looking your way because right. that's a joke. Like, right. I don't get that. Now, men, yeah, provider, like, I believe in that, biblically, whatever it is. And you can help each other, but like, yeah, the standards that sometimes people put in relationships, and then too, bro, like we are what between in college, eighteen to twenty-two years old. Yeah, like we're twenty years old. Like you, we don't. I mean, if you have money, that's cool, but you know, not everybody has money for real. Like you know, I be talking about that a lot with some of my friends. Like we see on TikTok nowadays, these influencers, and they are really young, mm-hmm. and that's a blessing. Like mm-hmm. they're super young. They've gotten money through influence and. A business, maybe all type of stuff, but that's not common. So you want to be 21, 22 years old, mm-hmm. traveling, all this mm-hmm. stuff with your partner. Number one, that's not even godly. Right. And I'm sorry, y'all don't get mad, but I don't care. Like, traveling together, doing all these things before you marry, like, you can have fun, you go on trips and stuff, but like, staying in the sleeping hotel. And my dad told me this, he was like, because <laughs> I was like, I asked him one day, I was like, okay, so like, if you sleep in the same bed or whatever, and you know how when we all ask these questions, like, well, what's a sin? What's not? Uh, so he's like, sleep in the same bed or whatever. And I was like, but if you don't have sex, like, is that still a sin? And he looked at me. He was like, if you can sleep side by side to someone you like and not do nothing, he's like, you don't really like them. And I was like, it's kind of oh, fair wow. point. He was like, he was like, fair point, because it's just like, I'm sorry, but if you truly have feelings for a person like them, like, eventually, I mean, right. you're putting yourself in a bad situation. Right, you're you're making yourself tempted you're at that point. You're making yourself like, tempted. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's like some things you have to just be wise about. Mm-hmm. But, no, nah, that's facts. Like, when you say about those standards we put on ourselves, and I think, too, going back to, like, the Bible, it's like, what standards are you holding for yourself? Because the Bible even speaks of, like, how a young man should act, like, when Paul, mm-hmm. hit the mic, my bad, bro. <laughs> Paul was speaking to Timothy, and he was telling Timothy to be disciplined and don't and act this way, and make sure you read your Bible, mm-hmm. make sure you read your word, and mm-hmm. have discipline, and make sure you abstain from sex. All these different things. He's telling him this so that you can be a young man who is right. not even ready. You know, in in Timothy's case, ready to go and be a preacher and preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. But that also can apply to being a husband. Mm-hmm. And then it Proverbs thirty one woman. But then it tells you in the Bible. Women, the tidbit tells you the woman you don't want to be. Because you read in Proverbs chapter 5 and chapter Mm 7, it literally tells you in those Proverbs that this kind of woman is going to come up and she's going to be dressed like this, dressed like that. But then if you walk down, if you walk down that path, it's going to lead to death. Right. So it's like, yeah, I think it's a standard thing. I think it's a character thing. Um, and that starts with the individual first. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. That's that's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. So yeah, I think that. All in all, like all those things, like standards, um, loyalty, all those things. I think all of those things can be held because, and I don't want it to come across like, because at the end of the day, I feel like sometimes we have a conversation, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's true. But like, we are the generation. So some of us, we're the culprit to some of it. Like, yeah. we're all not perfect. And so I think a lot of those things that can help that is instead of just like with the loyalty, with the standards, whatever it is, I think just focus on. While you're single, like, I think a lot of us, you know if you need to be in a relationship or not. So, while you're single, let God just work out all Literally. those things. Like, be in your word, mm-hmm. you know. not saying you have to be perfect. Like, it's not saying that you're not going to get horny at night. It's not saying that you're not going to have desires. It's not saying none of that. Like, you're a human being. Right. But read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Go to church. Like, save your money. Like, just... Work on yourself. Work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Literally work on yourself. Because, like the saying goes, hurt people hurt people. And that's mm-hmm. so true. And you have a lot of people who, bro, just do not need to be in a relationship. Like, <laughs> sorry. And don't. <laughs> like, and don't. Just don't, like, don't, like, just don't waste my time. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And don't do these days, like, that's what most people want to do is just, they only want one thing from you, but they don't Uh-oh. want a relationship. We don't want to talk Uh-oh. about that, don't we? Uh-oh. Okay, okay. I'm not going to do too much. I'm not going to do too much. I'm not going to do too much. That's facts. That's facts. For me, like, look, I don't want to link. I don't want to do any of that. Like, if you can't take me out on a date and genuinely, genuinely get to know me, genuinely, like, see what person I am so I can see what person you are, like, 
like, what's the point? Like, I don't need to be with you. Like, I feel like that's another misconception. Like, these days, our generation just, it's either we rush into relationships or we just don't get into them at all. And we just have rosters or we just have multiple men that we could hook up with. But, you know, but Ooh, I'm not going to do too much. Dang. I'm not going to do too much. Are you a preacher? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you stepping on toe. That's, I am. That's I'm sorry. Fact. But No, that's facts. Yeah. And since you in that, I'm going to do it because I feel let's do it. Bro, I'm about to talk to the men. I'm looking right at the camera. <laughs> no, I'm serious because this literally ticks me off and I'm I'm being I'm being dead serious, bro. Dude, stop calling yourself a godly man. Stop saying all these things. But you be using the Bible and using that as a way to get girls. like. And you're not even a real man of God. You pimping the gospel. You going to... You know the Bible and you read it, but you're not letting it get in your heart. And mm. so that's why you're still acting that way. And your actions. And your actions. I feel that's another thing. Like, our generation... I meet a lot of people and they'll say, like, oh, I'm a man of God. Or, like, no, oh, bro. I'm this and I'm that. No, but, like, bro. I look at your actions and no, I can't tell. And no. I'm not judging you for it. Like, it's fine. Like, live life how you want to live life. But if you're going to say, like, oh, I'm a woman of God or I'm a man of God, like, you need to act like one. Thank you. And the Bible shows you how to do that. You can't pick and choose what you want to follow in the Bible. Like, you either follow in the Bible or you're not. So, I bro, mean, about to make me run, get up and run, <laughs> bro. No, that's facts, bro. Like she said that you said if you're gonna be a man of God, woman of God. If you not, don't listen to nothing we saying because that doesn't apply to you right now. I hope it will at some point, and I hope you will be a believer in Jesus Christ and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're gonna say that you're a godly man or a godly woman, no, bro. Stop using, stop, stop doing that. You using that as a way to be attractive to get girls. Because guess what? A real woman is going to look back at you and be like, okay, so right. what? Like, oh, I'm, and I think, first of all, if you even, that's a little corny, bro. If you even come out and say that, like, if, oh, I'm a guy. Like, okay, I would know that if the way you act, like, you don't mm -hmm. have to say that. So it's like, nah, yeah. bro, that's, that's facts. Yeah. Like, you got, stop doing that. That ticks me off. Cause even, yeah, yeah even Instagrams are deceiving too because- Talk about it. We can Please put, talk about we it. We love God or God first in our bios mm. and have a highlight of like scriptures, but I'm like, sorry. are we really living out what our Instagram portrays? Because I talking. see that Keep a talking. lot. I see that a lot on campus. I see that a lot, not even on campus, just in general. Like everybody puts God first or a scripture in their bio, but like yes. you see them as a person, it goes back yes. to your actions. You see them as a person yes. and you're not following out yes. what you're portraying. So yes. I just feel like if you're going to say, or if you're going to, Put on your public page, like, uh -huh. oh, I love Jesus. Oh, I'm committed to Christ. Show it. Come Do it. Preach. We're not perfect. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes. Jordan makes mistakes. I'm not saying yes. you got to be perfect to be a Christian. Absolutely. You absolutely don't. Like, absolutely. we all sin. It's our job to repent every absolutely. day. But if you're going to put yourself out there that you're a Christian or you're a man of God, like, you got to really act on it. So. Listen. That just made me say so some of my Instagrams are deceiving, bro. <laughs> Number one, I've met people where they have a scripture in their bio and they don't even know what it says. Number two, yeah. some of my Instagram and bio. Did, all right. So y'all know me. I, I talk about you have to actually not only read the Bible, but know what it means, right? Like biblical literacy, like know what you're reading. And you have to keep it in its proper context. I don't, I haven't heard nobody say this, and this is on Christian t-shirts, and I'm about to <laughs> ruffle fuzz, but I don't care, bro. I'm tired of seeing, and this is all, listen, they have women on the podcast, and she already, like, coming for the women, so I don't need, like, I'm not even going to do that, but, like, <laughs> Psalm 46 and 5, bro, it says, you know, I want to read the version that y'all be putting in y'all bio. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Is it the NIV? I want to read the version that y'all Ah, here we go. Psalm 46 and 5. God is within her. She will not oh, fall. They love that one. God will help her at break of day. Bro, that is not talking about a human being. <laughs> Women, that's not talking about you. That's not talking about no person. That, real quick. It, this is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose stream may glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. And then it says God is within her. Every time in the Bible, quick Bible lesson, when it says like her, it's using like 
most times like the personification of the church of the temple like the bride of Christ so it's personification you know back to english mm-hmm. it's like you're using um a noun or like using people places or things to describe like objects so you're using subjects sometimes to describe objects or those pronouns that's what's going on here it says god is within her it's saying god is within that temple that holy place so that place it won't fail because god is there mm-hmm. So from this point on, if you're watching this and you have Psalm 46 and 5 in your bio, take it out. Please. I'm sorry. Take it out. Take it out. Take it out. I'm tired of seeing that. That's not talking about a human being. That's not talking about a woman. I'm sorry. I've been wanting to say that for so long, bro. Because that's another thing, too. I'm To me, and this is why it, this is why it strikes a nerve, Nala. This is why. Because I feel like now we live in a generation where a lot of us, bro, like you were just talking about, Instagrams, whatever it is, we use Christianity as like a vibe or something cool to get stuff, yep. to get men, yep. to get women. Mm-hmm. And just like, as if it's like to be cool. Like mm-hmm. if you, tr- truthfully, Christianity is like, you. that's not popular. If you're truly following mm-hmm. it that way, you're not going to have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible speaks to that. Like you're not going to have a lot of friends. Like you're not going to have to run with a bunch of people. Cause why? If you're truly living this thing out, the Bible even says not a lot of people are truly doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man. Um, Psalm forty six five. Yes, <laughs> it's not talking about a woman. I just had to say that. <laughs> but um, nah, that's good. That's dang. That's so good. Um, so what are? Oh, y'all. By the way, yeah, we do have notes too. That's why we keep, like we got the notes because we gotta be prepared, you know. And do um, sure do. But she typed all this up, so I'm just <laughs> she carrying today. But okay, so you talk. So we talked about basically. Focus on that stuff in your singleness so that when you get in dating, it won't be a mess. Mm-hmm. All right. And then also, too, like there's a certain way you act. Even once you get in relationships, a little bit, we'll probably get into more like communication, right? Yes. Um, Like even when you do get in relationships and about communication and stuff, if you are truly a Christian and the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, you won't just communicate anyway either. Right. Right. Like you may be right in the situation, but it's not just what you say, it's how you say mm-hmm. stuff. So a lot of times with men, like, get so angry and we yes. get so like that's one of the things where I'm glad that like when I meet people stuff like man for a man like very peaceful I'm like that's not me like there are times where I want to get mad with everybody I just pray mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit just like calms us because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times as men we have that problem and the way we talk with women the way yeah. we talk to women yeah um all that stuff I can say for me like I'm sensitive so like you're gonna raise your voice at me like it already turns me yeah, off like we, you can just stop talking to me because I just don't I don't like yelling I don't like aggressiveness just we can talk it out, we can chill, like we don't have to get mad or aggressive or start yelling at each other to get our point across. Yes. So Yes. So what why is godly dating sometimes okay, so I know it's very obviously we heard like the dating market is small, it's complicated, like people you got people who were saying mm-hmm. their relationship status is complicated. So mm-hmm. it's like, why is that? So one of the things here is like, why is it sometimes so difficult, so complicated? Um, why it seems like nowadays there's like a war between men and women? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I have like two views. So I put in my notes, I said, I feel like we make it complicated sometimes. Like we me do. Yeah, so too. like, instead of listening to God and telling and listening to what he's telling us to do or who he's telling us today, we decide to do what we want. And we go with people that are that we're unequally yoked with and Uh-oh. i really feel like that's that's our fault like yes i dating is complicated in our generation nowadays but i do feel like we make it harder on ourselves because god is really telling us hey that person's not for you hey that person's not for you look at his actions look at what he's doing he's not for you but we still put ourselves in situation to be with people like that so mm. and then we wonder why we end up heartbroken or mm. devastated or or we end up being tempted in our relationships because we're with people that Come on, bro. are not godly people. So, I mean, that and that standpoint, I feel like we make it complicated. And I also put, um, we're looking for love in the wrong places. So, uh, Jesus literally died on the cross because he loves us. So, if we're already given the highest, greatest love from him, why would we settle for less? <laughs> say it again. Say it again. They ain't hear you. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. That's good. Right. Say it again. Say it again. Jesus died on the cross because he loves us. So if we are already given the highest, 
form of love, why are we settling for less? Why? Why are we settling for less? And I put in my notes, you can't pull a man into God's presence. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, you spit. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, go ahead. You can't pull a man into God's presence. They have to already be fully into his presence. They have to already... How much time am I trying to say this? They have to already be like committed to Christ. Like we can't, okay, as women, we can't be with men trying to help them be men of God. We have to already be with people that are already men of God, that are already spiritual, that are already in their word, that that are going to help us in our relationship with Christ. Like, yes, we need to come in our relationship with Christ too. We can't be slacking either, but we have to be with a man that's going to lead us to be better. So I feel like that's another factor too. Like, like I said, we go with people that are unequally yoked to us. So Whenever we get we get upset at men or we get upset at, at our partners for not doing certain things, but it's our fault because we chose them. We chose to date them. Like we chose to be with somebody like that. So, I mean, like I said, I feel like dating is not complicated. We make it complicated. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> how about how am I supposed to come back from? <laughs> God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's bro. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, number one, you said it's complicated because we get in relationships with people who we know it's not for us and we're unequally yoked. And so that thing about unequally yoked, bro, yes, it's not really necessarily because we focus on, because I think a lot I think a lot of us are understanding this now, a lot of young people like, Unequally yoked is not necessarily like always like a Christian and not not somebody who's not a Christian. Don't do that too. But you have a lot of Christians who are unequally yoked, mm-hmm. and that's because the I swear, bro, the memes are this funny. It's not talking about the egg yolk, bro. It's not Y O L K. It's not egg yolk. It's a Y O K E. It's a yolk. It's like a wooden barrier that was on. Like you had a donkey and then you had an ox in the Old Testament. And so they will be plowing through a field. And if the donkey and an ox, if it's, that's unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. So it said that a donkey and ox, they couldn't plow together because basically the weight of it. So one weight was going to be heavier on one side than the other. So you can't go to a specific destination at the same pace mm-hmm. because somebody's going to be holding somebody back. Mm-hmm. So it's the same now. If you're unequally yoked with somebody, if you've been walking with Jesus for 10 plus years all your life and you meet somebody who's a babe in Christ, I think that that would be unequally yoked. And we don't want to talk about that. And they could be a nice person. They could be a great person. They could be morally good. But at the same time, if you're not going at the same pace and right. if they are holding you back from Jesus, right. anything or any person that's pulling you away right. and not pushing you to Jesus, mm-hmm. you don't need to be with them. Mm-hmm. And also to your point, the thing about the men, bruh. You can't pull them into God's presence. Ladies, bruh, don't... Listen, bruh. I feel like... See, like, I be getting on the men, but, like, the ladies, man, y'all don't be helping us, bruh. Like, y'all don't be helping the men. Like, like she said, stop doing that. Don't pull them up. Don't babify them. Like, don't do that no. to us. Like, no. At the end of the day, be a woman, be a mm-hmm. God woman saying, so you know what? Nah, like, you need to get yourself together. Right. Get right. yourself together. And for the men <clears throat> and for the women to that, it was a quote, I think it was Maya Angela. I'm not going to say it because I don't remember. But the quote was that for a woman, um, you should want a man or date a man who has to um, be in the presence of God and go through God to find you. It was something mm-hmm. to that extent. Mm-hmm. So you want a man who has to go through God to find you. That's good. Stop always being easily accessible. That part, that's good. You ain't got that's to text good. back two, 10 seconds later. Um, nah, nah, don't be playing them games. <laughs> like, if your phone is in your hand, te- text back. But like, no, just say, be on your purpose and yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. And st- like, same thing with dudes. Like, stop being so thirsty, bro. Like, stop. <laughs> like, stop. Like, don't be easily accessible. But... You won't if you're truly on your purpose, if you're right. doing what you do. Like, right. go to church, go to your Bible study, whatever it is, do your work. Like, just be on your purpose. Because at the end of the day, I feel like that's the best way to find a godly person in mm-hmm. dating is when you're serving God, you're doing your thing. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit, I do think that that's the, because, you know, I think a lot of times, like you said, making it more complicated, we make it way too more spiritual than what it really needs to be. Like, we want God to send us. 10 signs before we date somebody. <laughs> you can go get coffee with somebody, bro. You can right. go get lunch. But 
Um, if you want to, you know, be led by the Holy Spirit, and I think that when you're serving and you're on your purpose, I think that through you doing those practical things, then the Holy Spirit can, you know, have divine intervention and right. bring two people together that mm -hmm. fit, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a one. I don't believe in that term because if somebody messed up, then I guess we all off. But I don't think there's a one necessarily. Um, but, I mean, you could have your own beliefs on that. I'm not saying I'm right. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. But I don't believe there's a one. But I do believe that there's people out here who God has, like God knows who we're going to marry. So I think that he strategically know where we're going to be in our place mm -hmm. in life. And he knows the best person that's to right. cross our path. Right. Right. So, but yeah, nah, bro. That, yeah. I'm looking at here. Yeah, you, yeah, that's good. When you was like, you can't pull him into the present. Oh, the, the cross. That Jesus already gave us the highest form of love. Why are you settling for less? Mm -hmm. God, that's so good. That's so good. And I think that we have to look at love based on how Jesus mm -hmm. loved. Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of times we're like, oh, well, they love me. Da, da, da. Yeah, but are they loving you how the Bible right. says love? Right. Even even with accountability and with truth. Yeah. Because if a person truly loves me, the people in my life who love me tell me the truth even when I don't want to hear it. Right. And this is going to be something that you let me know this. I'm, I'm going to pitch this off of you. I hope I don't mess this up. It seems to me sometimes that uh, sometimes a little bit more than a little bit more than men, women have a problem. Women, when their friends, like y'all have friends, mm -hmm. have a problem holding each other accountable more. Or is it just people in general? I think it's people in general. Okay. Because, like, with my friends, like, with my friends at home and even here in Baton Rouge, like, I feel like we do a really good job at, like, hey, right. calling each other out. Like, hey, yeah. you shouldn't be doing this. Or, yeah. um, hey, girl, let's pick it up. Let's do your work. Like, I feel like yeah. it depends on how close you are to that person. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I feel like if I'm not close to you, I'll, I'll admit it. If I'm not that close to you, like, I'm not yeah, going to keep you accountable. I'm sorry. I'm it's not just, I'm not right. close to you, and I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I, I, you're going to you're gonna feel like I'm judging you, or you're going to feel like I'm doing too much. You know what I mean? That's true. So, yeah, absolutely. And the only reason why I brought that up, and just in general, because it's like, I know, like, what God's like, bro, we'll be the first, like, <laughs> like it'll be anything. Like, it'll be like, oh, how you feel about this girl? I'll be like, mm -hmm. I mean, nah, you know, nah, cool. But, like, it'll be stuff that's like, you know, like, you know, some things that you look in at and you like, you know that's wrong, but like you won't tell them. And I feel like if you have a friend who doesn't tell you the truth, that's not really your friend. Right. I'm so, ain't no way. Because friends, like you're going to tell each other the truth. And if I really love you, like I'm going to tell you that this is wrong because I don't want to see you hurt. Like mm -hmm. it's like if I see my friend and they doing something that I know is not godly, whatever it is, I'm going to be like, bro, chill out. Because mm -hmm. I really love you. And that's how the Bible says love too. So mm -hmm. I definitely think too, um, Mm, I think that's a factor too. Like we have to watch the type of friends we have yes. because that affects our relationship. Yes, too. I will say. I think I heard this a pastor say this. I can't remember who said it, but you are who you put yourself around. Yep. Or you're gonna be tempted into being the person that you put yourself around. Yep. So like, if you're around people that party all the time yeah. and drink all the time have like have sex all the time yeah. like or do things that that's not part of your character like you're going to be tempted to do the things that they do now if you have a strong character that's fine like i mean you're just making it harder for yourself but i do feel like if you're going to be around people if, if you're going to call yourself a godly woman or a godly woman or a godly man and you're putting yourself around worldly people you are going to struggle to grow in your relationship with christ and just grow in general because yeah. you're you're with people that are literally holding you back so no. I strongly believe that you are who you put yourself around. Yeah, that's so. facts. You definitely are. That's why one of the things, like, definitely, I always tell um, my friends and everything, too, like, when you're looking for, maybe, like, not even just um, wife, but somebody to date, whatever it is, look at their friends. See yeah. who they hang around. Yeah. Please see who they hang around. Yeah. Like, because I'm sorry. Like, it's weird to me, and I I don't care. They don't like, I don't care. But it's weird to me if you have a godly person and everybody around them is not. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's mm. just, a, I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. Like, you should have somebody around. Yeah, you could be, like, helping them and leading the people who's not, mm -hmm. and you're that leader for them.
but where are your friends who you don't have to do that around? Where are mm. your friends who are godly like you? Mm. You know, so yeah, I, I get, I think mm. it's kind of weird if you have a godly person and the yeah. friends that are around them don't reflect it either. Yeah, you know, for sure. But, yeah, that's good. So we talked about single part. Dating is a lot, bro. Dang, you said so much. That's crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so in a relationship, what are some good boundaries you think to avoid like lust and everything and and i have my man perspective on this because i want us to take accountability for a lot but just in general what are some boundaries i feel like to start off like you need to acknowledge and figure out what triggers you to lust over somebody or what triggers you to be tempted because if you don't figure out what that is or like you, you just write it down so you can just remember like yeah. if you don't acknowledge that like you're gonna continue to lust and continue to fall into sin and you're gonna be like why am I doing this why am I doing this because you're literally not setting your boundaries so I mean and then there's a verse First Corinthians ten thirteen. it says no temptation no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and if God is faithful he will not let you be tempted behind what you what you can yeah. bear but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so you can endure it so I think it's up to you to figure out what your triggers are and what boundaries you should take for your relationship. It just depends on you. So I mean yeah, if thanks. if touching if touching you certain ways, like look, I can say that a lot of people, like if you touch a person a certain way, like they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> feel horny. Like I'm it's 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 a real thing. So like I mean I don't think it's that hard, but I feel like we, like I said, we make it hard. So yeah, if we truly want to keep on, ourselves away from lusting, on, away from temptation, number one, we need to be in our word. Number two, you need to figure out what ways you get tempted. Yeah. So. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing happening good after 10 o'clock. <laughs> I mean. I'm sorry, bro. Ain't nothing open past 10, but. I mean, kind of like you said with like sleeping in the same bed. Um, yeah, we were talking about that. I mean, some people have different views on it, but I mean, I feel like in some ways, like you are putting yourself, you're, ooh, you're putting yourself out of my voice. My voice be cracking, not too much of me, but you're literally putting yourself in a situation to be tempted. So I'm, I mean, th okay, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, that's a boundary. Like I'm glad you said that. So <clears throat> part of growing up in spiritual maturity is realizing that. Not everything is a sin, but some stuff is just not wise. Yes. So that's why Paul says that everything is permissible. Like, I can do anything, but not everything is beneficial for me to do. That's the reason why he says that. That's speaking to wisdom and spiritual maturity. So, like you said, I'm not about to even put myself in that situation right. to be tempted. Right? It's like Jesus in Luke chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, when the Holy Spirit led him up into the wilderness so that he can be tempted. Like, the Holy Spirit led him up there, and while he was up there, the devil comes and tempts him. Yeah, but Jesus didn't go up there. And he didn't put himself in mm. a, in a, in that right. uncomfortable place for just because I just want to. No, the Holy Spirit led him there. Mm. And I don't think the Holy Spirit leads us to somebody's bedroom to lay down and just True. Chill. Like, I'm not saying, like, you can't ever hit there. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, bro, like, y'all know what I'm saying. Like, like y'all know what I mean, bro. Like, Sleepovers, all that stuff. Mm, I mean, if hey, to each his own. But yeah. like you said, know your boundaries. I mean, touching. If all that, that, if sleeping in a bed with somebody, if every time you sleep in a bed, somebody, some something happens or something's about to happen, yeah. then you, like that's a sign like you probably should stop doing it. But I mean, look. Hey, but yeah, that's that's true. Like I think, just be wise and. At the end of the day, too, I can always say, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit, you you you'll know. Yeah, he's if, gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna tell you. yeah like, he's gonna you tell know. you. Um, but yeah, I think that's good with lust too. And the, oh, I was saying about the men thing. I think men have to definitely. This is biblically. I'm not. No, some people are gonna disagree with this, but truly, like this whole thing about like men leading in the relationship, being the priest of the home. Like, if a man truly does that the right way, it should not appear as like. Like controlling us, mm -hmm. that's not really how the Bible means mm -hmm. by that. Like, even the wife being submissive to the first of all, y'all take that out of context. Number one and number two, yeah, submission never has to come up. Like my dad taught me, submission <clears throat> never has to come up in a relationship. Like, if a man, if you bring that up, bro, that's 
that's weak. That's corny. Like, you should never even have to bring up that conversation or, you know, like, why? Because if you're truly leading and leading with love, leading with love, mm-hmm. being disciplined, being who you want to be, okay, am, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Does a woman naturally follows when a man is leading the right way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, I tried to tell y'all. Literally, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, like, certain, just do it. Like, if you read your Bible and you, hey, you want to go to Bible study? Sure. Right. Like, if you're praying, pray. And this is why I say, man, take the lead on that. Because <clears throat> from experience, and I know a lot of men can attest to this, and women too, like, because women have told me this also, when they were in relationships where they fail or maybe some went down, not just sexually, they put themselves in a position that wasn't golly whatever it was, more times than not, bro, it was because they were being attracted, like, the godly man had made, that's why I say also about being manipulated, I think that's kind of manipulation too, that a lot of times godly men will appear a certain way at first and be doing all the godly things and all these nice things and then the woman becomes so comfortable with the man they both become so comfortable with each other now you're like oh we're both godly, we're both christians and well it's just this one time and then but at the end of the day as a man bruh you like i heard uh it was like a comedian says that he was like give women with give women what they need not what they want yeah because naturally a woman is going to like be comfortable with you i mean but that's like Shoot, that's why I say some. I mean, you've manipulated her the whole time. I mm-hmm. mean, you got her thinking that you godly and all these things, and then you got her so comfortable, you sleep with her, whatever it is. Then you feel bad because you are both truly Christians, and the Holy Spirit convicts you, mm-hmm. and now you feel like you want to break up. No, stop doing that. And I see that happens a lot with Christian mm-hmm. couples. Like, I think, I never said this, I really think like premarital sex sometimes makes people break up because the... The hurt behind that, because if you're truly a believer in Christ, if you truly follow Jesus, it's like y'all both know that that's not right. And so at this point, it takes away like it takes away the peace, the joy right. of relationships and everything, because you're like, you know, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Right. So you're just going down a bad path. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with that lust thing, I think men could definitely do a lot better in that department and just taking the lead on that. Um, and being disciplined with their body first too, and even women as well. But yeah, boundaries. Yeah, definitely goes both ways. So. Yeah, it goes both ways, <laughs> and so I think um, just boundaries in that too. Um, yeah, man, we talked about so much purity, all the relationships. All right, so let's talk about this. Hey, wait for this one. Hey, <laughs> wait for this one. All right, as a woman, how and godly women. Uh, golly, golly, men, because like even Christians sometimes I feel like, bro, sometimes Christians like when it comes to dating, sometimes it can be a little corny. So <laughs> I'm just being honest, bro. So how do <laughs> it? She's laughing because she knows it's true. It's like, uh, like your Air Force is too tight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, okay. are we talking about shoes? Uh, let's not. All right, man, I can how many go shoes there. do you have? How many shoes do I have? 50, 30? I have a lot. I, I don't know how many, but I have a lot. I have a collection. I can't even lie. Like, so like, so if I walk to your house, it's like, it's a whole closet. You Would you have a whole closet? Oh, yeah. Filled with shoes? Easily. Easily. I mean, like, I have these. Like, When did you get into sneakers? When did I get these sneakers? In, into sneakers. Get into sneakers. Oh, get into sneakers. Mm, probably like my sophomore year of high school. Oh, it's been a minute. Maybe like. Freshman year of high school. It was definitely in high school. Like So it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Got you. Yep. I'm just now getting into like even like cargo pants, stuff like that. Just now getting into it. So give me about <laughs> give me about a year. Hey, look, it's expensive, so it, I yeah, understand. Shoes is probably the most expensive thing for the fit. Mm-hmm. Other stuff you can find sales and stuff. You can. Right, Thrifting. Give me about a year. Okay. And I'm gonna check back in okay. and let you know where I'm at mm. with the shoe game. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> How do women, how would you want to be approached by a man that's, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up, <clears throat> excuse me, that's godly, but not corny? How would you? Okay, let me tell y'all something. We're from, we're from Louisiana, so <laughs> I'm going to, I hear a lot, I hear a lot of things over here. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing we'll be at a tailgate, we'll be, I don't even know, just in public. Wazam, love, like, do not come up to me and say that. First of all, I'm going to laugh in your face, number one. Number two, like, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, 
Rest. Have some decorum. Like, Just have decorum. some decorum for Just real. Decorum. But, like, no, seriously. Like, or, like, you won't even ask, like, hey, hello, what's your name? Like, you're going to be, oh, can I get your number? Like, no. Who are you? Like, where are you from? Like, can I get to know you first? Like, y'all immediately want to ask for my number. Like, I don't even want to give y'all my Instagram half the time. So you're lucky you get my Instagram from me. But can you just ask me, like, what my name is? Like, where I'm from? Like, you know. And also just be confident in yourself. I feel like a lot of guys, no offense to y'all, not all of y'all, but I feel like sometimes, like, y'all are, y'all aren't confident in yourselves. And whenever we sense that y'all aren't confident, it gets super awkward. And it turns... It, I'm not gonna lie. It kind of turns us off, and it kind of is like, uh, not turned no. off. No, <laughs> you gotta be confident. You gotta be confident in yourself. So, that's, I mean, that's good. Okay. Okay. Or like, say something that's gonna make you stand out. So you I don't know. Stand out. Oh, like. I don't know, like. But I thought I thought like pickup lines was corny. Don't say a pickup line. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't say a pickup line. I'm sorry. Don't do that's that. Just, okay, yeah, no, that's great advice. <laughs> Cause it's it's funnier because sometimes like I'll be out the tailgate whatever it is like with my friends or whatever <clears> and we'll see a guy like you like you he, you see him mm-hmm. first of all that's that's the mistake number one if people Ooh. are noticing what you're about to do yep. that's that's mistake number one because yep. he be plotting yeah he'll be looked the whole time yeah like that that <laughs> you no know, get caught staring get caught staring at I'm gonna leave that alone get caught staring then he just be. See, for me, like, how long are you going to stare for? Like, you might as well come talk to me. Okay. Like, I don't like staring times, too much. Because most times, okay, because, like, sometimes if some two people may be giving each other the eye sometimes. So, like, if you notice that happen, I would say at that point you could just, like, walk over whatever it is. But, yeah, because, like, up, you feel when people stare at you. Yes. All the time. Yeah. So, like, yeah, bro, don't do that. But, like, that's what I'm saying. It's funny because we'll be there in a the group and they'll be like, Look at look at look at him. Look he about to, he about to go. Yeah. And then yep. he'll walk over there. Then bro, the it's happened to us. It's happened to every guy before, but like you think about it too much. So then you get to stuttering. Mm-hmm. You, it's over with. Like, just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. But um Yeah. Nah. I mean, for somebody like me, like I'm very extroverted. I'm friendly. Like, if you just friendly back, are you just, hey, how how are you? Like, what's your name? Where do you go to school? Like it's. I feel like it's really simple. Like it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Not but that I, and I get it. I get it. I mean, I would get nervous too if I was talking to a guy like sometimes. But I mean, it's, if you're confident, if you're truly confident in yourself, like it's like, oh, okay, like he's cool. He's cool. Or I guess another yeah. corny thing is I said it earlier, but I'm gonna repeat myself. Okay. Cool. Do not ask me to link up. No. If you want to get to know me, you want to. You're going to be like, hey, like, can I take you somewhere? Can I take you on a date? Like, I feel like that's real simple. And it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be, like, an, extra, an expensive, extravagant date or anything. Like, it could just be like, hey, like, we can go get lunch. We could go to the park. Like, it's just, there's just really simple things that you can do. So, guys, I, I don't think it's that hard. It's not. Listen. <laughs> guys, date ideas. I got, like, note on it. If y'all want DM, I got you. Bro. Date ideas. It's. Park, coffee. I'm not. I can't put out the gems, but like, no. So, <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Like, it's really not that. Yeah, I feel like too, guys. And that's one thing too. Like, being serious for a moment. That's one of the things that I think that this generation is so sexualized. Every interaction <laughs> is a one that has to lead to a number or anything. Yeah. I think just having genuine positive interactions, just platonically, just with friends, like. Having a genuine interaction, maybe like at a coffee shop or whatever it is, like with somebody of the opposite sex, and it doesn't lead to anything, all of that helps you stop being less nervous right. and uh, be more confident and just having regular conversation. Because I think everything is sexual. Like people literally, I think a lot of times, like you got dudes, y'all huddle for a tailgate. Oh, we going out here today, get so, so many numbers. Stop doing that, bro. Stop. Go hang out with your boys, do your thing. And if you meet somebody, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, or even if, like, you're at a tug and you're trying to be friendly, like, that's fine, too, but yeah. don't sexualize don't everything. Don't sexualize everything. Yeah. That, yeah. Don't. That's weird. Yeah. Do that. Um, yeah, say that. Sorry, it's not, I get, I get on the fella side, so she just didn't came for us. All right. <laughs> um, so, one thing I would say, though, because, and this <clears> is just for, 
I'm trying to figure out the nicest way possible to say this. Um, mm. If you're truly a godly man, truly godly, like, we don't, like, sometimes when we out there and it's like, not necessarily like looking for, but like someone who a, a man will be attracted to as a woman and everything. Sometimes, bro, I get that like women like, and I'm, this is very subjective and objective and everything, but like, that modesty be treading the line. I was about to say that. This kind of ties in with lusting and temptation as well. Come on, bro. <laughs> so I feel like, okay, as a female, and look, I'm a Christian. I wear my little crop tops too. Oh, I don't yeah, do too say, much. Yeah, no, don't, I don't, don't do too like much. But I, but you know, I, I do wear my little crop tops yeah. and stuff like that. But I yeah, feel like sure. if you are, if you're showing a, a lot of skin, and y'all know what I mean when I say a lot of skin. Mm. And you get mad when a man approaches you in a way that you don't like or it's sexualized or is this like you put yourself in that situation. Like, look at the way you dress. Look at the way you're putting yourself out there. If you're putting yourself out there in a way like where you're going to make men come at you in a way that is not appropriate, you need to change your outfit. Like, you know what I mean? For people in the back. But I mean, look, if you want to dress that way and that's what you want for men and that's on you, like, that's on you. yeah. That's fine, but I don't like when females say like, oh my gosh, I don't like how this guy is coming up to me. I don't like how he's talking to me. I don't like he's harassing me. He's all up on me. Like, think about the way that you are portraying yourself or putting yourself out there. Like, what are you wearing? How are you acting? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So Facts. Um, and that's really not attractive. Like, I mean, to, I mean, to me it's not. I don't know. Some men it may be, but like, and to men, I think that who are truly, like you said, following after God and just like, not with all that, and I'm not trying to make it super spiritual, but just men, obviously know they're a Christian, but just men who, you know, not really looking for all that, like that's mm-hmm. not attractive. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of, because a lot of women too, they be like, want to find a man in a relationship, but like, yeah, but don't do too much. Don't try to do the man's job either. Don't, right. don't try to do the man's job. Like, let him, I think men pursue. And I, that's just what I, like, they don't chase. Don't chase. Men don't chase, but, he who finds a wife. Don't let me stop. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh I hear that one God. all the time. <laughs> yeah, I hear that one all the time. Oh, he who's a ch- Yeah, I, I'm, no. Yeah. But, yeah, like, pursue, but um, don't try to do a man's job. Don't be dressing like that. Um, Like, you know, be sexy, be cute, but don't, mm, yeah. No, and um, another thing, too. Um... I think I hear this a lot with the guys. I think it'd be the friend thing again, bro. Them friends sometimes. Um, I don't know. I just been have they had some bad. A lot of men like have had bad experiences where just sometimes like friends influence people yeah. who not like that to do some things. It's like mm-hmm. you don't need friends like that. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, man. But other than that, though, I think. Yeah, that's good. Like, no, no more Wazam loves. No more um, love. Look, I understand we're in Louisiana. Look, I, I tell people Wazam all the time. Like, that's just me. Yeah. But if you're going to approach a female, like, do not say Wazam love. Like, what you mean, Wazam love? Hello, my name is. Hello, my name is. Like, then proceed. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Dang, bro. This, I know this is a long episode, but I don't. And we, but we've just been chatting. It's okay though, it's it's fine. I love it. It's been good. It's been good. Um, so kind of wrapping up a little bit, mm-hmm. but so in a relationship. So what are some things that? Because you know we've been talking about all the negative and even some things can help. But what are some things that you think can really help, like us, like in relationships? Like what are some things that you think we can be better at that can truly so we can stop. So we can get off this topic of the negatives of relationships in our generation. I think communication, like, I think our generation is not that great at communicating with each other. And look, I can say for myself, like, I can be stubborn at times and I don't want to tell people my feelings. But I feel like in a relationship standpoint, like, your partner's not going to know what they, what you want from them if you don't communicate that to them. Or even in a friendship, like... You, okay, your sorry. your best friend or your friend is not going to know what you want for, from them no, for if you real. don't tell them. So I feel like communication is key in everything, like 
And I feel like that's another thing we make hard, but it's really not that hard. Like we just have to communicate and tell people, like, hey, I don't like that. Hey, I need you. I need you to be here for me more often. Or hey, like, you know what I mean? So for sure, yeah, communication for sure. Um, I think, excuse me, I think a lot of times with the communication thing too. I think it's a thing of just, like, maturity. Like, you know, we might all got a little pettiness, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like, me in your mm-hmm. feelings, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you're not going to say, like, that's normal. Like, mm-hmm. we, I feel like everybody in a relationship, no matter if you're healthy or mature, like, I just feel like, yeah, you, maybe a little, like, oh, today, like, why you didn't text me? Why you didn't do this? Like, I'm, just, nah, I'm mm-hmm. cool. Like, all right, whatever it is. But I feel like if you want to be in a healthy, and I think it's just part of growing up and being mature as an adult. Don't play little person games no more. Little boy yeah. games no more. Like communicate what you want, what you need. Uh, I think a lot of things. Um, un, yeah, uncommunicated um expectations. Yes, yes. Um, that's exactly what I was getting at. Yeah, and then some people, yeah, we expecting things that a person may have never signed up for, or you just, yeah, you have a difference in expectations in the relationship, even in friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to explain, okay, this friendship, we're going to talk once a week. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't be on the phone with you three hours. You venting every day. I right, can't. Right. But whatever it is, right? So I think expectations um, and communication, like, just communicate. Can't read your mind. And so communicate with one another. Um, even through, people don't know how to, oh, handling conflict, because I'm sorry. I know we got the red flag thing, but everything in the relationship isn't necessarily a red flag, right? Like, some things is just normal relationship things. Everything isn't necessarily a red flag. And so mm-hmm. it's like, say, oh, red flag, so I got to break up with this person. Da, da, da. No, not necessarily. It's just, that's a conflict arose. You have a difference here. So know how to handle the conflict and talk through it. So I think a lot of us, we don't know how to handle conflict either. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing of conflict that comes around, we want to break up with a person. Yeah. It's like, bro. Which no relationship is perfect. Like, we're oh, going to have not. problems, you're going to have issues, but you have to know how to work through that. And that's yeah. through communication. So It's through communication. Yeah. Um, You got something here. Talk about it. I see another point. <laughs> Um, I actually mm. have two more points mm. that I wrote yeah, down. Yeah, I see. I get to the second one. So get to it. Staying with people that have cheated with on you, so or even like your partner cheated on you, and you cheat back. Like, what's the point? Like, why are we staying with people that have cheated on us? Because I'm not gonna say once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, I kind of don't like that saying because I feel like okay. Yeah, me either. No. You you can be better. You can you know you can pray about it, get through it, whatever. I'm I'm not gonna say once cheater always cheater, yeah, but sure. if you are in a relationship and somebody is cheating on you and you're staying with them, like, what is that doing for you? You're just gonna keep getting upset. He's gonna keep doing what he wants to do, or her. She's gonna keep doing what she wants to do, and it's just not fulfilling. Like, I don't know. Like that's facts and I think that's to a deeper issue too like when people stay in those situations maybe even abuse whatever it is stay in those situations mm-hmm. people would cheat they cheat back and stuff that's just go to the real like toxicity and toxic yes. behavior and stuff and you need Jesus for that and I think that you're settling like you said earlier you're settling for something that you think that because this person completes right. me, this person makes me whole no only person who can do that is Jesus and you're settling or a lesser love when Jesus already gave you the mm-hmm. highest one on the cross. Yeah. I'm a, I, just know I'm using that in like every <laughs> summer going for it. So just, know, just <laughs> let you know. But no, nah, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. And, um, and then I also have stop accepting the bare minimum. I feel like yeah, the second a man, he brought you flowers, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. Like, girl, no, you're not. <laughs> you're like, not girl, he, there are so many more things that he could be doing for you. And I feel like if he's, look, I'm, I'm a believer that we are the prize. Like, Oh, if if he oh, is not doing nice the most for you, like he's just I'm sorry, drop him, like yeah. drop him. Yeah, that's fact. And for a girl too, I mean for for men too, like yes, we deserve a lot, but y'all deserve a lot too. Like if women are not doing their part, like bye, drop them. So no, that's facts. That's not that's facts. The bare minimum. No, truthfully, because. Uh, I feel like dudes do a lot to get the woman, but don't do a lot to keep her. Yes, that part. Um, that's that's yep, that part. Don't do a lot to keep her, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, man, don't just get flowers, but do the best of what you can do. Um, like as young men, yeah, mm-hmm. we're trying to build and save money and for the future and everything. But and then too, I mean, if mm-hmm. a woman truly sees that, she's right. gonna be like, oh wow, like yeah, yeah. he's doing all that plus yeah. still taking time mm-hmm. out to be thoughtful. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I mean, maybe old school, but I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, writing letters, all type of stuff. Like, yeah. sending a text message, being thoughtful, lit, it's, I want to, it's really, it really is the little things. It and really is little being things. emotionally there. Oh. That's a big part. And I know, like, Emotional not to get into, like, you know, I feel like in our parents' generation, like, they weren't really raised how to oh, yeah, emotionally sure. be there for each other. And I can say that now in our generation, like, mm -hmm. we all go through stuff. And I can't, if I don't have a partner that can be there for me, pray for me, and truly help me get through my problem, it's kind of like, what what are you here for? You know Not what I what mean? Are you here for? <laughs> what are you here for? Like, if yeah. I can't come to you and you can't pray for me and you truly cannot give me some advice or give me some wisdom on something, are you just kind of like, oh, you know, you're going to be all right. Just let it go. Like, don't tell me to let it go. Like, let's work through it. Let's talk about it. Let's, you know. So. It's true. It's true. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. man. Well. Yeah, we talked about so much. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all was getting some gems thanks to this person over here. Y'all was getting some gems today. Um, I think the last one was who we have. Um, how important is like friendships even before romantic relationships? Because I think a lot of the like a lot of the components <laughs> and aspects of relationships really have nothing to do with a relationship. Yeah. And if we get those right, then our relationship will be better. Yeah. So how important are like those friends? <laughs> I can say, I guess whenever you're friends with somebody before a relationship, like, there's no pressure of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a relationship. So, like, I feel like if I'm best friends with a guy, and I'm not even thinking about a relationship, and then all of a sudden, like, later on down the road, I'm like, oh, like, maybe it could, maybe we could be something. Like, there's no yeah. pressure. Like, we already know each other, like, you know? And I feel like it kind of takes you out of, like, that talking stage, I guess, too. Like, I mean, a talking oh, stage does. is cool, but, like, yeah. if it's like, we're not even, we weren't even friends first, like. We don't even know each other. We're just trying to hurry up and talk, and then we're dating. Like so now, like whenever we're dating, like I'm still getting to know you. I'm still like having to work out problems or issues that I didn't know about prior because like we weren't friends before. So I feel like a friendship is is important because you get to know truly who that person is, what their background is, what their red flags are, what their green flags are. Like you know. Yeah, that's true. I was I was talking about that with my friends the other day too. I think that uh, nowadays a, a good way to like be with somebody and to avoid like a bunch of issues and a good way to meet somebody is truly through like normal like it's I mean you could, if you want to DM go ahead but I don't think I don't really nah but I think like real in person interaction and just going through the day to day having friends opposite sex who when you really met them like it was really nothing like that and then down the line naturally it's just like oh shoot yeah yeah I think that's a good way yeah. nowadays too for sure for sure I mean I feel like that's another thing our generation struggles with. Like nobody wants to be friends anymore. <laughs> like I can say that for I can Talk say that for it. our generation real bad because yeah, that's true. I feel like I don't see a lot of like girl and guy friends, and I, and I'm not saying you got to be best friends, like yeah. whatever. But I don't really see a lot of girl and guys but being just friends strictly anymore. Just strictly friends. just friends. Like it always has to be like oh, like it's gonna turn sexual or it's gonna turn into it, it oh, he has feelings turns, for me. It always turns. It into always turns feelings. into something. It always yeah. turns into something. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you know, if you like somebody, that's fine. But you know, I don't think that every girl like that's that's like saying like every guy that I want to be friends with, like oh, I see, I'm gonna date him one day, or I might, or I have a crush on him. Like no, like I'm, I can be cool with people. Like I have a lot of guy friends. I have a lot of close guy friends, and we are literally cool. Like. It'll never be anything past a friendship. So yeah, but then there's the other guys that you know they want to be friends, but they want to be more than friends. Yeah. That's the only reason they want to be friends with yeah, you. Yeah, so but you gotta catch that. So trying to hold that spot. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just waiting right, right here. Then mm -hmm. yeah, bro. Try to slide in there. No, no, no. not save out. <laughs> like nah, just bro. friends. Just... <laughs> that bloody dog. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. That's right. Yeah. Dang, bro. Well, dang, we talked about a lot, and I think that wraps it up, bro. Man, you, I'm so glad. <laughs> Didn't she, bro, you just carried the whole episode. You carried the whole episode. That was you. Chill. Nah, bro. Thank you all so much, man. Um, Season one, this is crazy. Uh, I can't believe it. I can't even believe I'm sitting here really, I somehow have to pinch myself to be like, Actually doing a podcast, it's kind of wild. Um, but thank y'all so much for everything, 
um, all the comments. Thank you to my boy Justice for being the very first guest on the pod. Love you, bro. Um, who else we had? Also, oh, Justice was on too. My brothers Josh, Mark, also being on the pod. Um, Tim, who's also the man behind the camera. Thank you to Tim and Mel, Journeywell Studios, providing such an amazing space too, man, um, to even do this. And then now we have Nyla. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for being on here. It's been amazing. Um, everyone has been amazing. All of the thoughtful, the kind words, the money donations, everything. Everyone who has poured into it, it's amazing. And I just couldn't do it all without you all. And um, thank God as well for how he's just using it uh, to bless y'all and bless people and bless all of us, man. So, um, yeah, it's a wrap of season one. <laughs> and now I've been kind of cooking up something in the vault. So it's definitely going to have season two. But okay. may have some more stuff too. So okay, okay. Thank you for that. But you can still go back, watch the previous nine episodes as always, and also on the socials, uh, the pod will be up as well. And so thank y'all so much for tuning in to season one. This wraps up, and thank you again to Nyla. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. Just always <laughs> remember um, to be a bridge. Hope that this is being bridge to Jesus, and go ahead and be a bridge to someone else today. Give them a kind word, whatever it is. And yeah, hope you have a good one. Peace and love. (laughs) Bye.